And in tonight's episode, I discuss the education system, in particular, talking about private schools. Today's date is the 10th of March, 2020. And I must admit, at first, yes, I'm a privately educated individual, but um, doing an adequate amount of research, it has changed my mind about what I perceive about the school I went to myself, being Harrow. Um, just to start with, and I hate doing this, but I, I'm going to have to throw out some facts here. Only 7% of the population of this country go to a private school. But out of those 7%, more than 30% turn out um, to be singers. I mean, 30% of singers, sorry, uh, are privately educated. 65% of judges are privately educated. 57% of lords or politicians are privately educated. 44% of actors are privately educated. And news and media reporters, 43% are privately educated. And clearly we can see a disparity here. It being that although 7% of the population may be privately educated, more than 7% of those jobs are given to privately educated individuals. The average cost of private education in this country currently costs about £22,000 per term, in total, sorry. Um, some schools vary, and mine was a total of £41,775 per term. But um, what I'm here to discuss is the inequality in private education, and how those with privileged backgrounds and elite statuses get uh, to be more likely to get into certain careers and how it's unfair to those of minorities and socially unequal societies. Um, Just to unfortunately I guess throw out some numbers, the average high school or secondary school in the UK has a pupil class, uh, pupil uh, total of 948. And the total number of students in a private school are only 236. So less than a quarter of the entire school go to another school. So that's like a third of your class, a third of your school being just in in one school. That's That's crazy to imagine. But then it gets even more crazier. Because you divide it up by classes, and that that equivalents to about fourteen people per class, roughly. Um, and it's it's unimaginable to believe how much attention to detail each individual student gets. And um, when you look at graphs like the PISA results of two thousand and eighteen, and how UK falls, um, just behind the United States at position number 11, if you count all of China as one, uh, being 11th in the world for reading mathematics and science uh, age 15 and onwards, you could see that there's been a clear influence of privately educated individuals who are forced or told to take the exams. And most like in the US, where more more than one third of the population are privately educated. So it leads me to ask, um, why and what is the social inequality 
to private education. In the UK, if, if you are unaware, there's three types of education, state, grammar, and private. Private education is more formally known as independent education or independent schools. Um, most of them are run by charitable trusts and register, register themselves as charities. They have economic benefits and so alongside social benefits. Um, most of those who attend a private education have a uh, 81% chance of uh, schol- uh, scholarships or un um, sorry uh, uh, 81% chance of scholarship or unrestricted access to university meaning that they don't have to get a certain grade and out of those most of them end up in the Oxbridge University some rebellious like myself have chosen not to go to Oxbridge to rebel against institutionalism but that's another topic I guess um, and it, it leads me to ask why it's still getting away with it I mean yes I went to a private school but um, I could see how there is a social indifference between how people look at me and how people perceive me for going to this private school and um, I think that's the problem in society, that uh, private schools are unequal and, and only for those who are perceived as privileged. Even though in the UK we, we perform at a 8.75 student satisfaction globally compared to the global average of 7.6, um, 8.75 is pretty good, but um, out of those, you still, you've got to consider how many of those are privately educated with the top facilities, even though it may be 7%, do they ask just the 7%? So much of this data and, and much of the um, summaries done in education are to boost uh, national figures can be conducted in private schools. But um, having a read of this, I, only the minimum 1% are actually accepted a full scholarship into a a private school from normal schools, if that makes sense. Um, And so having read that and known that, it it creates a clear imbalance in society, which is most certainly not the fault of the child. Yes, um, certain people are privileged and they have access to better education than others, and that's how society is. But um, having the ability to to not control your future because of your parents' inequality or in, like lack of wealth shouldn't define you, but it currently does. Like I said in the beginning, with those statistics of thirty percent, like twenty percent, uh, twenty of our current pri- uh, prime ministers who have been and gone went to the exact same school. Twenty, and we've only had I think seventy-five prime ministers, so. That's just a clear example of how bad our education system is managed and, and what, what it causes. I have noticed myself uh, when I tell people or I apply for a job and, and they have noticed this and I've been told this once getting the job, they see that I went to Harrow, I, I'm more likely to be accepted and I don't want that. Yes, it's good and it gets me a fast track, but I don't want shortcuts in life i want to live a common man's life i want to be in a common person's shoe and and i don't think that's too much to ask for but um legally there is currently nothing that can be done to change the factors that that take a part in this and 
until some real change is brought forward, I, I don't see what is plausible, because the, most of them used to be run as charities, that there is no chance for them to be closed by the government, especially this one. Um, and then you have to remember that those in power, especially our current prime minister, went to a private school as well. So closing them is, is a definite no, even as a personal opinion. But um, having equal opportunities, I think, is something that should have been a standard of living. Equal opportunities is something this country expects from one another, and yet we can't provide it for our for our basic individuals and pupils. Um, and so what I would suggest is a equal balance of 50 to 50. If you have 50 students, or 50%, rather 50% of those who pay fees and 50% who are academically doing well, but don't stand a chance in paying fees, that 1% threshold is absolutely disgusting and immoralizing. Because, yes, my, my school itself even produced amazing people such as, and, and this is arguable, but um, Sir Winston Churchill and Benedict Cumberbatch, the actor. But um, it could have also produced so many other better people if it had equal opportunities. Uh, but it didn't, and that's that's a problem in society. I think abolishing them isn't the right way forward. Not right now, at least. But um, having a fifty-fifty ratio is is a good way forward. It's a start to the end of of private schools. But um, I don't think there should be an end of them. But maybe a a, a a reduction of their power because most of them don't even pay tax and that's just terrifying. There is a problem in this country and with their education system and how 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 poorly managed they are in the sense that they're extraordinarily well funded. Even my own school and I don't want to be bragging much, but my, my own school was extraordinarily well funded and um well it produced a child like myself, or produced an individual rather like myself. Um, maybe it was because the attention I got of being only in a class of 14 people, give or take, and some, some classes even less, about 16, um, it, it was less, sorry, to like 12. So, um, yeah, it's just uh, I think there needs to be a change in our management of private schools or independent schools as they're known. Because currently the state education system is failing, and that's evident throughout throughout the records. Because um, if you if you look back at the PISA statistics, we're doing worse than Estonia, Korea, Poland, New Zealand, and America. And we've got to remember, Americans voted for Donald Trump. So yeah, we're not doing exactly ideal. And we could be doing better. And on that note, I'd like to end the podcast. Thank you. Good night.